Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Every day is like a blank page. Some people encounter the page with fear and dread. Others encounter it with potential and excitement. Hello, my name is Aubrey Baptista. At Kindred Art Therapy, you will learn to be inspired daily rather than approaching each day with fear. For more information, visit arttherapync.com to book a free 15-minute consultation. My name is Alyn Davis. I'm a counselor and coach with a compassionate heart and a wealth of experience. My mission is to help people journey towards recovery, self-discovery, and holistic well-being. As a licensed therapist in North Carolina, I've had the privilege of witnessing countless individuals break free from the grips of eating disorders, trauma, anxiety, depression, and find renewed purpose in their lives. For more information, visit alyndavis.com or click the buy button on this ad. I look forward to seeing you break free free. Welcome to Kindred, where we believe that when we recognize our interconnectedness with one another, we are able to achieve higher levels of wellness for ourselves and our communities. In this show, we explore the meaning of mental wellness and share vulnerability in order to create more inclusivity and support. Today, I want to welcome a guest, Bill Bennett, who I met through the Leeds group in the Hendersonville Chamber, and one thing that I noticed about Bill right away was how well he is connected with the other people in the community um, and just how much people like him. Um, one of my first impressions of you, Bill, was everybody commenting on your hair change and how excited that they were about that. I know that sounds super super superficial right but I think that to me it just really highlighted like how much people really genuinely care about you as a person not just the fact that you're a financial guy what do you think about that well that's really nice yeah I mean I had long hair for about 10 years and just one day randomly decided to cut it and go back to short maybe it was a little spring cleaning but uh yeah why 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 the change all of a sudden uh, you know, you got to mix it up every now and then. Uh, keep it fresh. You know, you try not to let everybody know your next move. Um, but yeah, it was just, I think a lot of it had to do with just, um, you know, transitioning in from, uh, you know, he was formerly a commercial photographer and videographer. Um, and maybe the long hair suited that better. Uh, but now I'm uh, fully invested in the uh, mortgage industry as a loan officer for guaranteed rate. And um, yeah, so I just went back to the short hair. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine like for you, the thought of having longer hair is more in line with like being a photographer. But now you have to like fully make that. You're like, I'm fully committed into this transformation and I'm here. I'm a family man. I'm here with mortgage mortgage rate. Am I saying that right? Uh, guaranteed rate. Guaranteed rate. Okay. I just want to make sure I get it right. So if anybody's looking for a mortgage out there, they go to you. That's right. Yeah. Because you were telling me one of the things when we were talking is like, I had, you know, a not so great experience with my mortgage company, but you take on um, those kind of botched loans all of the time and help people walk through these like really nerve wracking situations and help smooth it out for them. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know, one of my strong suits um, is to, you know, first build relationships very quickly. Um, I think that has a lot to do with my, you know, previous experience with photographers, you know, as a photographer, celebrities, you know, people, you know, higher profile people um, and just, you know, 
not really letting that get to you and just sort of just building a relationship and, and just being, you know, genuine and honest um, and then helping, you know, home buyers kind of navigate the, uh, the mortgage process, which can be daunting. Uh, it's a, it's a very involved process, but um, you know, I, I, I just try to make it simple and smooth and, and just, you know, build build that trust in the beginning and then um you know try to walk them through it as best as uh, best as I can. Yeah. I imagine that the people that you encounter sometimes are having a lot of anxiety. I know in my situation that I was in, I remember we talked about this before, but I was literally driving home after spending the weekend with my parents in Florida, thinking that me driving home was driving to the new house that we had just um, gone under contract with and all of that. Um, and, you know, driving back from Florida, finding out that we were driving to no home because our mortgage was not secured. Um, and, you know, how do you, how do you handle a situation like that? Like somebody comes to you like super anxious, like we need to get this done. We don't have a home. Like, (laughs) what do you do? Yeah. I mean, well, first we, we definitely try to avoid any situation like that. Um, you know what I would say to uh, any home buyer is just really, really get to know your lender and your your real estate agent. Um, really, you know, try to invest some time into it. Um, it's such a big purchase, and it's a it's a big event, a big life event, especially for a first time home buyer. So, you know, you really want to trust that person and understand and and be and feel comfortable asking the questions. Um, you know, I mean, I work seven days a week, so I'm always here for questions. And, you know, I get a lot of texts and a lot of emails and calls, just like, you know, people just trying to, you know, just just process the whole, the whole, uh, the whole, just the, the process. I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a daunting process. So, um, yeah, I mean, any, any situation that gets out of hand, I mean, we're always here to help yeah. You know, kind of bring that back into a, you know, a, a controlled situation. Yeah, for sure. So you're a helper. I'm a helper, right? In order to be good helpers, we need to be able to take care of ourselves. Like what are some of the things that you do, Bill, to make sure that you're well? And um, yeah, just like keeping on top of your mental, physical wellness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mental, mental and physical has always been a big, uh, a big thing for me. Uh, even though, I mean, I have a 16 month old right now, so probably my physical health isn't as great, uh, as it used to be, um, just, you know, running around and chasing him around, but, uh, you know, definitely the mental side, I think, you know, you were saying as a helper, I mean, the, the biggest thing that we need to do is be good listeners. And that is critical for someone that's in a stressful situation or, um, you know, just in need, uh, like your situation, uh, you know, maybe if you had a, a, a lender that was there for you versus, um, you know, an internet lender that is just, you know, you're really just talking to whoever is at the call center. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's where that trust piece comes in to really have someone that you can trust. And then um, someone that's a good listener. And trust me, I listen to a lot of sob stories and life stories and, you know, ups and downs in people's lives that, you know, can be associated with a mortgage or the home buying process. But, you know, I just I probably spend a little bit too much time listening (laughs) 
uh, to their, you know, personal problems. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, they're just venting to me because, you know, we built that trust, um, you know, and so I'm always, I'm always an open ear for anybody. Yeah. So, and how did, how were you able to develop that skill? Was that something that you just came by naturally or was that something that you had to develop over time, the listening skill? It's a great question. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know where it came from. I just have always had a, a pretty steady demeanor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been pretty low key and calm. Uh, and, and maybe a lot of that has come from being in high stress situations. I mean, live TV is completely stressful. Um, but if you show your stress, then everybody else gets stressed. Um, a lot of the photography jobs I've had have been, you know, in, in harsh environments. Um, I used to shoot snowmobiles out, uh, out West, you know, for years. And, you know, that was always a, a pretty stressful situation, but you have to, you know, at the end of the day, focus and, and do your job, um, and not let that stress get to you and just, you know, just play, play it cool. So if there's these situations that you encounter where you are are likely going to encounter stress and you can't be like you can't add to that stress with your own stress, right? You have to make sure that you're monitoring mm-hmm. that and that you're you're um you know calm and cool in those situations. And are there ways that you're able to let the stress out in other areas? Like or like how how does that how do how do you work through that? Well, I mean, I mean, st- I mean, any sort of stress like that, if you're if you're able to control it, you know, up to a point, um, you know, it is important for the other person on the other end, especially for first time home buyers. I mean, they are they're stressed. They're stressed about the whole situation, um, you know. But personally, I mean, I just try not to get you know overly stressed uh, about anything, and uh, you know, knowing that. You know, I always say to myself, this, this too shall pass. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. that's sort of a key mantra for me. That actually can be really powerful to have just a, a small phrase that you say to yourself that helps you to center and to ground. And um, like when your thoughts kind of go off into the ether. And, you know, you kind of go into that spiral of stress and worry and all of that. It's very easy to go down that road, right? But, like, if you have an anchoring thought or statement that you bring yourself back to, that can be really effective. Yeah. I mean, and that's definitely one that I, you know, especially when a lot of the stress is compounding with, I mean, obviously, we just, you know, went through COVID and, um you know, I had a career change. I had a, a baby on the way, a third child. And, you know, a lot of that, you know, lack of sleep, all these things, you know, you really have to look at each of those things and say, okay, like, is this, is this forever? Is this a permanent situation? Or is it, is it really just, you know, the time? Is it just what's happening right now? And to say that, you know, that this, this too shall pass, you know, is true. I mean, my, you know, son wasn't going to be an infant forever and uh, the career change wasn't going to be new forever. And, you know, you just have to sort of put things into perspective sometimes to control 
you know, control the, the, the whirlwind from taking, you know, sort of mentally taking you, uh, down a path that is, you know, that, that gets a little, um, a little hazy. Yeah. Was that something that you had to learn along the way? Like the, this too shall pass that statement? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably newer for me. Um, I think, uh, I mean, when I was, when I was traveling and everything, when I was traveling, that was just trying to, you know, not get myself too exhausted. Um, but, but the, this, the, this shall pass kind of thought process is, is definitely newer for me. And I think that just comes with a little bit of maturity. Um, you know, knowing that everything isn't always bad. And then I think a, a younger mindset might think like, oh, the world is, you know, caving in around me, but to be a little bit more mature and realize that eh, it's really not, you know, these are just little situations. And sometimes we, sometimes when it rains, it pours, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think it's about like the age or the, like, as you've gotten older, is, has there been something that helped you to see that or like a series of things that helped you to see that? Well, maybe. I mean, I have a, I have a 13 and a 14 year old daughters and, um, you know, my parenting, you know, when I was 28 to, you know, mid early thirties was definitely different, uh, than it is now. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe it's the, the perspective differences of having a, you know, being a, a new parent 14 years ago versus, you know, being a new parent, you know, a, a, a parent now. Um, and I think just generally, you know, life experiences will just, you know, especially if you take, take them and, and really try to understand, you know, the differences of why things happen and try to understand, you know, just put things into better perspective as you, as you get older. Yeah. I imagine too, like I have a younger, well, my son is six and my daughter Mm -hmm. is turning one this week actually. And the difference that I've noticed, and it's not a 14 year difference, but there's still enough age difference, right? That like five years difference where the way that I was thinking and the things that I was doing when he was one are different than the things that I'm doing where she's one. And um, specifically, like, I understand what you're saying about that perspective change and the thought process on that. Like when she was first born, like every moment, every day, and even now, right. It's like just soaking up every moment with her because I know how fleeting it is. Like everybody says it until you experience it. And then when you experience it, you just want it back so badly. Yeah. And it it does. It goes quick. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that for me, like the parenting piece really helps put that into perspective around like, you know, life is short and things go by very quickly, including the Mm -hmm. suffering. It's true. It's true. Um, And I think, you know, having, having multiple children at that point, you know, you, you definitely, you know, your third child is, uh, it's definitely less, uh, less of a daunting issue as it was with the first one. So, 
yeah, some of the worries like, am I going to break this kid or are they going to be ruined? Or like, <laughs> right, <what?"> right. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, like things are not so extreme, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think yeah. you take that sort of mindset too and, and you apply it to business and and know that, you know, the ups and downs are, are part of business. There, there's, you know, whether you have a seasonal business or just, I mean, any business has, you're going to have the ups and downs and just to be able to um, ride, ride those out uh, with, with the confidence that the next, you know, the next one's, the next loan's coming and, you know, if you put in the work, you know, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah. So there's a drastic change that you made from being a photographer and being on the road and then to um, kind of changing that and coming now to, um, you know, to the mortgage world of things. Like, what is it that really appeals to you about um, this different lifestyle now? Uh, I like to sleep in my own bed. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. I mean, uh, I don't think if you haven't traveled for work much, you know, it, it doesn't. I don't think you understand it, but I think if you've traveled enough and been away enough and I mean, the, the work that I was doing was, you know, when it was, um, especially with the network news, so I was doing national news. So a lot of the today show work with, you know, nightly and today show and, um, and then weather channel and CNBC, you know, with that, with that business, it's one, when you get the call, you're already late Two, you're never where you need to be. Um, so that that type of business really can kind of control your your whole world. I mean, I had a bag packed in the car at all times, you know, and when you get the call, you go sort of like, um, you know, it's just one of those, it's just one of those types of businesses that just is, uh, you know, it's pretty relentless. And I think, you know, being on the road, you know, all the time really, really affected me in different ways. Like, you know, vacationing wasn't very fun because that just meant more travel. Right. Um, but you know, the, the transition of one business, one type of business to another, I mean, I don't know, for me, it was, it was a pretty simple transition. I I joke about it and say that, well, I've exercised my left brain for quite a while. I need to beef up the right side again, you know, get them back to even. I feel like I've been lifting weights only on, you know, one arm. So just rounding out the, you know, the, the full, full potential of my brain power. <laughs> yeah. From the experiences that I've seen a lot of times, like your, your life and the things that you've done, it sounds like are almost opposite than a lot of people. Like they fantasize, they have like the, the steady stable job that they're like feeling trapped by and then they're like I really just want to be able to like travel more and like get out and be exciting do all these different things and you're saying like kind of like the grass is the grass can be greener on the other side sometimes right like like it's 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 nice to do all of those things but only to a certain point and then you're just like missing just setting down some roots Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, bouncing around and, and doing the travel, um, you know, like you said earlier, I mean, it, it has really kind of shaped, shaped me, you know, I look at it like I've already, I've already lived a, an entire career and a life 
um, that is, you know, that made sense at the time, right? So I was in my early 30s and I had the energy to just go, 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 go and take all these jobs and just, you know, keep, keep grinding. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's sort of like I lived a little, I've already, I've already kind of done that. I've already lived this other, you know, situation and it is really, uh, relieving to, to be able to, you know, work a more controlled environment, you know, more of an in- controlled environment with, with this job and, you know, this sort of this new lifestyle and, um, you know, just being able to help people. It's, it's similar. It's kind of the same. I mean, really it's all, it's all, it's all the same really when you think about it. businesses, it's just, it's relationships and people and, and just making those connections and just helping whoever you can out. Well, I really appreciate getting to know you and um, your hair looks great by the way. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm really enjoying uh, the leads group and, you know, just looking forward to getting to see you there more. Um, how can people who don't go to leads group, how can they reach out to you and get um, like, get more information about the mortgage stuff? Um, yeah. And just, yeah. you know, learn more about you. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm always open for a, you know, a coffee meeting or, you know, just to sit down kind of like we did um, just to really, you know, I like to get to know people, whether we do business or not, you know, I, I'm, I'm just as excited about helping others with their businesses, you know, I would be uh, for them to help me with mine. Um, it is a referral business. Um, so, you know, the word gets out and we start talking and, um, you know, that's the best way in just to, you know, we can have a meet, you know, sit down and have a coffee. But uh, my website is uh, uh, rate, R-A-T-E dot com forward slash Bill Bennett. So super simple. Um, and if you have questions, we, you know, if, you, if you're just starting the process and looking at mortgages and trying to figure out what the best uh, situation for you is, you know, you just give me a call and we can talk about it and kind of help you figure it out. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing I do is try to look at everybody's full financial picture um, and just really understand who they are, what they, what their real goals are and, and try to, um, you know, just try to help people out the best I can. Um. Awesome. I think that if I were ever to go through the loan process again, I'd definitely reach out to you, Bill. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And you know what? If anybody enjoyed this show and they want to learn more about us, go ahead and visit us on. um, Sorry, my brain is on your name, Bill. Um, Bizradio.us. And be sure to like and subscribe. And thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.